Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price. Kyle, what's up? I'm good, man. If you notice, my skin's glowing today. I've been trying this new uh, skin cream. It's called Feces. It's the new yeah, thing it, in Cleveland uh, to try. Yeah, here if you ask women nicely, they'll uh, deposit some on you <laughs> if you would like. Welcome to Cleveland. Cleveland Steamers, putting, giving it a brand new definition. Uh, so anyway, we are back. We are ready. The NFL season kicks off tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Less than 24 hours. I mean, it technically already kicked off, but it doesn't really start for us until Cleveland plays. So the season does not start till tomorrow at 1 p.m. So pumped. So we are a little over 12 hours away. Um, very excited. I can't wait. Uh, diehard Browns fans here, obviously. Big NFL fan just in general. So this episode, we're going to give our predictions and do a little you know, guessing game on some NFL shit. And of course, talk a little different to talk, talk a little bit about every sport, to be honest, because we have playoffs are in the middle of the tough, tough part for the NBA. They're getting ready to go to the conference finals. There've been some really good games. Extremely that Boston Toronto series. We'll get to in a minute. That was so fucking good. That was such a good series. Probably the best series I've seen in a couple of years. And then uh, obviously major league baseball, since the last time we recorded had the trade deadline come and go. So we will, Talk about all of it. So what do you want to start off with, Kyle? You pick the sport. Let's just roll right into baseball. And then we'll move from baseball into basketball, and then we'll finish with the big boy. Sounds good. <clears throat> all right, so baseball. You had the Cleveland Indians making trades. You had uh, really the San Diego Padres are one of the most active teams in all of baseball. They are fucking going for it. And it's funny because when they traded for Manny Machado, uh, a lot of people were saying, what are they doing this for? Or why are they? Did they trade for him, or did they just sign him outright? I don't. I think they traded. Then they, they traded for contract. him last year. I thought. Yeah, they traded for him and before then, his contract was and up. Then they, and they gave him an huge, extension. That's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So the San Diego Padres got Manny Machado, and a lot of people were like, "What the fuck are they thinking? They, they're not a good team. San Diego's not known for being any type of a baseball powerhouse. Meanwhile, they're giving out three hundred million dollar contracts to one player. What the fuck are they thinking? It's not. You know, it's not going to pan out because you look. I've never been to California, so I don't know how far away they are. But look at the Los Angeles Angels. Right. They gave a mega contract to Mike Trout. They have no other talent on that team. And poor Mike Trout is just rotting. I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Mike Trout might be the greatest baseball player that no one has ever seen. Without a question, I think he's... I mean, it's unfortunate the market he's in. He may go down as like arguably one of the greatest players of all time. And if you ask the average fan, a lot of them are probably like, oh, I never really watched... Mike Trout. At what point do the Angels try trading him? Never. You don't think so? You think they're going to let him sit on that what, 10-year contract, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, is his talent, that contract is well worth it. So yeah, if any true. team made an offer, if I'm the Angels, I go, okay, we're going to, I'm going to, I don't ever want to see him play for the Yankees, but if the Yankees came calling and said, hey, we'll take that contract, we'll give you some prospects, you know, obviously you have to, you're, you're going to have to pay a lot right. to get this guy in right. terms of talent. Oh, they have to give the house up to get him. Right. And I mean, but, I mean, I feel like the Yankees would be able to do that. That's yeah. I mean, think of a team like Boston or New York who could do that. I mean, the Yankees have a deep farm system. So, I mean, do you make that trade? Would Los Angeles do it? Because by trading Mike Trout, you're basically conceding to for the rest of you. I mean, if you get good talent, you hope that you're going to be replenishing. But at the same time, you're currently letting this guy rot. So I think it's a no brainer to get rid of him. Yeah, if, if you could, you're giving rid of one player and you're going to get back hopefully <laughs> five, five to ten five honestly. five five six seven people that are eventually going to turn into a well-rounded team instead of having just one player you're trying to build around and you're never gonna have the money to, to do that for 
You know, as much as I would love to see Mike Trout play for a championship, I don't ever want to see him doing it for the likes of the Yankees or Red Sox. But I understand that's how baseball works. And and the teams with the deeper pockets get the players. Maybe he doesn't have to go that far. Maybe he only has to drive about 10 minutes or so, or however long it is. I don't know. I've never been to California. The Dodgers. uh, The Dodgers. I would love to see him in, in the Dodgers. Let him stay in L.A., but let him go to a team that actually competes. And I think that'd be really cool to see. Another team that has a lot of deep deep prospects Big and time. a lot of money I mean, the Dodgers around. are just one of the best-run organizations in all of baseball, I think. Yeah, They no, just I agree. consistently bring up talent. They spend money so they can keep adding players. They are exactly what the Indians wish they – we wish the Indians were. Right. Like other teams, like the Yankees, buy their talent. The Red Sox buy their talent. The Dodgers and Indians grow their talent. Grow their talent. But then the Dodgers take that extra step, and they buy some talent where the Indians don't do or that. Or they so extend that's the, the talent that they grew. That too. They keep their talent. Instead of just getting rid of it. So, you know, we got on a little tangent about Mike Trout, but I just get very fired up when I talk about that guy because he's so fucking good. He's so good, and I think he's underappreciated, and Major League Baseball, just they're, they're not as popular as they were in the 90s where Ken Griffey Jr. was the face of baseball. Right. Like Every kid knew his swing, whereas Mike Trout should be that same guy, but you're like, nah, I know Aaron Judge. <laughs> and, you know, Aaron Judge is a fine player, but fine, can't, fine player. can't stay healthy. I'm not a fan, personally. Oh, okay. He can't stay healthy. He, uh, I think he was kind of like a fluky, like, don't get me wrong. The guy can smash a baseball, but yeah. I mean, other than that, you know, That's it. give me Mike Trout any day of the week. I mean, I'm not Judge. disagreeing with you. I mean, I would take Mike Trout over anybody. So it's just a shame that like the face of baseball currently is like Aaron Judge is like one of the most sought after players for anything. And it's like, he, just cause he's in New York, put that guy in any other team. Right. And you know, if Aaron Judge were on the Diamondbacks, let's say, or something, you know, random, nobody would give a fuck about that guy. It yeah. would be like Mike Trout. Except nowhere near the talent level. Well, it's just, it's like, I'm going to forget his name. He's on the Yankees, too, when he played for the Marlins. Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. No one knew. Right. I mean, they knew who he was, The kinda. crazy thing to think about is, at the time, the Marlins had Stanton in one corner and Christian Yelich in the other. Crazy, right? And they dumped them both because yeah. the Marlins were like, fuck you, we don't pay anybody down here. So they got rid of Yelich. They traded him to the, the Brewers, where he has you know, just gone on to be a dominant player. I think he has an MVP with them. And Giancarlo Stanton, honestly, that trade's kind of worked out. For the Marlins, because the Marlins are actually a pretty decent team this year. Right. And Giancarlo Stan hasn't been able to stay healthy in two years in New York. But that's another player, though, that was kind of semi-buried onto a team that no one right. really watched or paid attention to. Yeah, he to. was hands down the best player on the Marlins. But, yeah, that's a team that they were never going to make the playoffs. They were right. never going to win a championship with their current structured roster. So he needed to either move on or the, the Marlins would have needed to completely change their, their front office scheme. And they obviously made their decision. I'm sure we could like go through the entire MLB teams and find one gem or yeah. diamond in the rough on each team that's buried because they, we you are never almost get... turning into a. It's reminding me of the of of basketball where you kind of have to form little super teams, kind of to right. an extent. I mean, you've got your. I mean, they're all banged up now, so the Yankees are kind of hurting right now. They, they they're they're struggling to even make the playoffs. I would think at this point because they went on such a losing streak. Because the they Yankees, have, they just won the last three or four, I believe. But before that, I think they had lost like fourteen of twenty or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it was some crazy number. I mean, they should be okay because we have the the long the the shortened season, and the. I think two- I, I think I read today right now if the, if the, if the playoffs were to start today. Uh, the Yankees are the eighth, eighth seed, so they're the last seed. Okay, so yeah, they they would they would sneak in right below fully the healthy. Fully healthy, that's great for them. You know, the, like they they'd be higher up, but they'd be in good shape. <clears throat> However, they're struggling to stay healthy. Judge and Stanton both are very, very uh, banged up consistently. And I haven't paid uh, attention. How's Garrett doing, pitching wise? How's he? Uh, eh, you know, he's doing okay. Okay, I was I haven't been paying attention to the Yankees. I don't know his year. numbers off the top of my head, but I mean, 
you know, like I said, the Yankees have been struggling as of late, so they are falling off the face of the earth a little bit because when you lose all that power in your lineup, they, that was their bread and butter. Obviously, their pitching staff was great. They had a good bullpen, and then you have that dominant offense where it's like, you know, one through nine, who are you pitching around? And there's all these injuries, so you can kind of pitch to whoever you want and pitch around certain people, and you're fine. There's right. no, no more sacrifice. So uh, with that being said, the trade deadline did come and pass. As I said, the uh, San Diego Padres, huge buyers. They are fucking going all in. Uh, and they got lucky with uh, Tatis. 100%. I mean, Fernando Tatis is, wow. uh, is a stud. Then you got Manny Machado, and then, like I said, they're making trades left and right. The big trade for us Cleveland fans was Mike Clevenger was dealt to the San Diego Padres. When I heard this was happening, I immediately just thought, first, all I saw was Mike Clevenger no doubt will be traded. The Indians are just taking the highest bidder. Sure. So I'm like, okay, let me look at some teams. Let me look at some, some, some outfielders, because I thought, no-brainer. They're getting corner outfield help. That's our biggest concern. There's no way they don't do this. I guess there was because they didn't do it. No. So one of the best front offices in the league, I, I think. Yeah. I still, I still to this day think that the Indians have one of the better front 100%. offices. One hundred percent. And you would think that they would use that to go, you know, finagle someone off a team or a bat or someone that's going to do or go sign someone right. that's sitting on the sidelines, not to mention any names of who hasn't been signed yet. Right. Um, and and do, some, and, <laughs> and do something with it. But no, you're right. I'm sorry not to cut you off, but it's, it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. I think I texted you right after they went through. I'm like, do you even like that? And, and I, I said right away, I'm like, not really, because you made your team. You helped your team for 2022, maybe 2021. Yeah. But in this current stance, we have the best pitching in baseball. No question. It's not right. even debatable. The Indians have the best pitching staff in baseball. And all you really needed to do was add one, maybe two, really good to decent bats. And you're probably a championship contender <clears throat> because of that pitching staff. What did the Indians do? They nope. didn't fucking do it. They got a, a current backup third, literally a third string catcher for us because we now we're holding three catchers. So mm-hmm. we have Oliver Perez or uh, Roberto Perez. We have uh, Sandy Leone, and then they traded for Austin Hedges, was part of the package for Clevenger. Then we got a pitcher. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Uh, was it Cal something? I can't remember. And then they traded for an outfielder, current major leaguer, Josh Naylor, who is brother of Bo Naylor, who's in the Browns or the Indians uh, minor league system. Excuse me. Uh, they So they got those two, and they got, I think, two or three other prospects that are – you know, infielders, probably Lindor's replacement, and more than likely Jose Ramirez's replacement at third base, because I expect Jose Ramirez to move over to second base next year, mm-hmm. would be my guess. So, all the Indians did was trade for the future. All right, so here's who they got, sorry. So they got Naylor, yep. Austin Hedges, yep. Cal Quantrell. Yeah, that's it. I knew it was something like Gabriel that. Gabriel Ares, which I kind of, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's the shortstop prospect <clears throat> that everyone expects, you know, to be nowhere near as good as Lindor, but he's Lindor's replacement. Right. Uh, Joe uh, Owen Miller and Joey Cantillo. Yeah. So Owen Miller is the uh, infielder. He'll probably be the th- future third baseman, possibly for the Indians, if it's not um, Nolan Jones. So the Indians have some options at third base, but I expect Jose Ramirez to get moved to second base next season, more than likely. Um, but what you didn't hear <clears throat> out of all that is a stud corner outfielder. You gave up Mike Clevenger, great pitcher, pitching is king in baseball, no-brainer. Again, you're trading for a corner outfielder. 
the Indians didn't do it. The Indians made themselves I wouldn't even say they made themselves better for the future. They they it's it's a gamble. It really is. It's right. a, it's a risky move. You're you're trading for a prospect. I mean, I remember when we traded Sabathian, we got Michael Brantley and the king of the crop was Matt Laporta. Right. He was the top prospect, the, you know, the surefire thing, and Michael Brantley turned out to be the best player in that draft or in that trade by a long shot. Matt Laporta was awful, but he was their top prospect. It, it seemed like a good move for the Indians, but that doesn't always work out. So you're trading for hopes and wishes for the future when your team could have used some help right this fucking second and they didn't do it. So to me, that was really heartbreaking, if I'm being honest, as an Indians fan, just to, to see that they, they're they clearly not interested in winning a championship, in my opinion. All they're, all they're interested in is what we've always said they're interested in, is cutting payroll. Cutting payroll and cheap uh, controllable players for the future. And that's exactly what they got out of all these yeah, guys. They got a bunch by, of young people yeah. on minor league deals that they now have control over for the next, you know, five to 10 years because of arbitration and all that shit. And these guys haven't played in the big leagues yet. So they haven't even, they don't have major league time under their belt. So that's all the Indians did this for, which again, like you said, the front office, I completely give them the utmost respect. I think they're one of the best run organizations in all of baseball. <clears throat> if the owner would just spend a little bit of money, I think we'd be a championship contender. But he, again, he proved that they're not interested in winning a championship, in my opinion. No, no. All they're doing is... You don't make a trade like this if you're interested in winning now. You're interested in competing in the future. I won't even say competing for a championship. Just to be a possible division champion, maybe. I mean, is that what we're we're doing is playing for the the pennant? Is that what we're doing? Is just that's it? Yeah, not even. I mean, honestly, (laughs) the way Chicago's building their team, the White Sox, they're the, the... the uh the central future right not the indians the twins are going to be on a decline soon because they gave that huge contract to josh donaldson and it's already not paying off the guy can't stay healthy uh so i could see the twins in a couple of years being like all right fuck it we need to cut payroll so they're going to start trading people because they're spending too much on you know below average players and and then like i said you have uh the white Sox who are young full of talent they're okay with spending chicago's a good market so they spend money and chicago's an up-and-coming team and I mean, they're right now, if I'm not mistaken, they're first place in the division, I think. I believe so. They are. So, and, and, and I think what happened was after the, they, I mean, the owners of the, the Indians, they spent money back in 2016, 2015, a little bit of money. Yeah. And it got us to the World Series. But I think after we didn't win the World Series, they're like, okay, wait a minute here. We, we need to slice back a little bit. And the last four years, three years has been nothing but cutting payroll down just a, a trajectory. It's going to leave us with nobody. We're not, I mean, yeah. what are we going to do with Jose Ramirez? We know Lindor's gone. Are we going to sign Jose? Well, Jose's already under contract. They got him for a really good deal a few years ago. Because but, I mean, his he, contract's up, I think, next year or the year after, I believe. Yeah, I think he's only got a few years left. But, I mean, that's another one where he's gone. They're not yeah. going to pay him because he's going to want more money this time. They're not – no fucking way. Um, I believe in the offseason you're going to lose Carlos Santana because he has an option coming up. There's no way they're going to pick it up. Brad Hand has an option coming up. I don't think they're going to pick that up. I so he's gone. less about that one. So in one offseason you're going to – see, you say that, but Brad Hand's actually been dominant this year. Right, he's been. He's I still arguably don't trust the best closer him. in baseball I still don't right trust now. him, but yeah, I, I, I get yeah, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Closers are always sketchy. Yeah, it's but just, Brad Hand, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like tied for league lead in uh, saves or something like that. Like he's up there. And here's the other he's, thing: he's doing really well. Well, so well for right now until right. the actual account again. I mean, well, it's, then it's not going to count for us. We're, but he's we're never going to play out. because we, we can't even get any kind yeah. of runs. We're anyways. usually down three to nothing nowadays. We almost got uh, no hit the other day. If anybody. <laughs> to the inning, yeah. Here's the thing too that I think that they screwed themselves with. They probably should have tried to get Bieber an extension last year. Now that price on Bieber is doubling and tripling and stuff, and I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it. 
Well, yes and no. I mean, he's only going into, I think this is like his third year in the majors. Right, but I think he only has two more years left. But there's arbitration in baseball, so the Indians are going to be able to keep him for like extra years after right. that. It's, it's weird the way they, they can do it. So basically, the Indians are going to make sure they can have Shane Bieber till he's like in his 30s. And then they're going to Corey Kluber him and then get him out of here. He, yeah, he either signs the hometown discount deal like Corey Kluber did and stays and wins a couple of Cy Youngs, possibly, whatever. Or he can go test the market, I mean, like, a.k.a. the Indians are going to trade him. So Right. The Indians, I don't know. That's the one thing about baseball is players are, players get screwed in the early parts of it because of all that shit with arbitration and everything. So no matter how good Shane Bieber is, he's not due for a real payday for a while. So the Indians can kind of say, like, listen, you're going to be on our team for the next five years or whatever. And three of those, you know, your contract set. The other two, if you want to make some money, we can barter and go back and forth and go to arbitration. Or you can accept this deal now. And that's, I think, like kind of what Corey Kluber did. That's kind of what Jose Ramirez did. So I found that article that has the uh, playoffs as they sit today. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. So the AL matchups, if it was a go to playoffs today, you got number one seeds, the Oakland Athletics. Okay. Uh, against uh, number eight seed Yankees. That'd be a good matchup, uh, depending number, on the health of the Yankees. Right. Number two, uh, be the Rays. Yep. Against the number seven Indians. Yep. Uh, number three, White Sox against number six Astros. Mm-hmm. And then a number four, Twins against number five, Blue Jays. Okay. So that's your AL matchups right now if the playoffs started today. So there's no, the wild cards automatically get into the playoffs? Is that mm-hmm. how it works? I believe so. Okay. I'm actually not yeah. positive on how the rules yeah, work. Yeah, the, the article is from USA Today. I just found it today. Okay. Here's a look at the matchups if the season ended today through September 11th. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I thought that the wildcard teams had to do the one-game one yeah. play-in, which I fucking hate. So that's 16 teams in the playoffs right away. Yeah. More um, than half the league gets in the playoffs. So the Indians making the playoffs this year, even if they get in as like the 7 or 8 seed, I'm not excited because in a normal year, you'd have no business making the playoffs. Right. That's so, But as I, I don't 7 want, seed, I don't want they're I don't want fans to get excited for the Dolans and be like, well, we made the playoffs and like use that as like if a If they make of it honor. to the AL championship, I'll be happy. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, if. But good, they're not good, making good luck it scoring. Teams. Um, NL. NL matchup right now. Number one, Dodgers against number eight, Giants. Okay. Uh, a nice West Coast matchup. Right. Number two, Braves against number seven, Marlins. Number three, Cubs against number six, Cardinals. And number four, Padres against number five, Phillies. There's your NL matchups right now. I mean, I said it our last time we recorded. This was before New York got hit with all those injuries, so I did predict a Dodgers-Yankees World Series. Um, I'll stick to that for the time being, just in case the Yankees get healthy. Um, I was, again, I was making that choice off of a healthy New York Yankees team. So if they're not healthy, my choice will change when the playoffs actually start. But for the time being, that's what it is. Kind of cool to see it, uh, Oakland versus L.A. would be cool. Series. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, Dodgers, I think, I'm just going to agree with you. I think Dodgers are going to just Yeah, I, I like the Dodgers this year. I think they're out there with a lot of – they have a lot to prove because they're really pissed off about the Astros cheating scandal. So I think they're kind of coming in with, a, with an extra chip on their shoulder. They're already a great team, yeah. and now you add a chip on their shoulder. So I kind of like that. I'm right. into that kind of story. Absolutely. So yeah. they have a lot to prove, and I hope they do it. I've always been a Dodgers fan. They're, one, they're my favorite National League team, if I'm being honest. So there's that. Speaking of Los Angeles teams bidding for championships, we have the Los Angeles Lakers looking nice, to close nice out. Right? You like that? I'm, I'm kind of good at this. <laughs> you have the Los Angeles Lakers looking to close out against the Houston Rocket, that, Rockets. That game just tipped off like a minute ago. Uh, it's about 8.30 here in Cleveland. So that game's tipping off. Game five, uh, Lakers are up 3-1 <clears> to one in the series, so they could potentially close them out. Oh, they're already up 15-4 to four in the first quarter. Oh, there's quarter, no potential so. about it. So they're, they're pretty happy. I think the Lakers hit a whole different gear. Uh, I, I, you know, I told my coworkers this uh, in the beginning. 
the the playoffs started, and that's when Portland was hot as hell. So he, the, my one buddy at work was like, Lakers have no fucking chance against Dame and the Blazers, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're the hottest team in basketball. They don't match up well against the Lakers, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'll bet you right now the Lakers win the series. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to make any bets, blah, blah, blah. Portland won game one. He's like, I told you they were going to win. I said, Lakers win in five. <laughs> I said, I'll bet you a fucking beer right now. The Lakers win in five. He's like, deal. How was that beer? I haven't gotten it yet <laughs> because when the Rockets won game one, we made a double or nothing bet. I said, Lakers in five. I said, Le- LeBron always takes game one off. Not off. He uses game one to kind of figure out what they're going for. So a loss in game one to the Lakers or to any LeBron team, I should say, means jack shit. So going down to the Rockets, one nothing, right away, my buddy at work was like, you know, let's do it again. I said, all right, Lakers in five. Albeit this one doesn't have to be five to win the bet. It's just I, I said the Lakers are going to win the series. Right. But I said in five. That's I'm kind of calling my shot. I mean, Houston just does not have a team um, built to compete with anybody for a championship. No, they don't have depth. They don't have bench depth. They they I I think anywhere Russell, Russell Westbrook goes is is just cancerous to the team. Yeah. And I believe if Oklahoma City would have traded him instead of Harden and instead of uh, letting Kevin Durant walk, they probably would have a couple championships, if I'm being honest. Harden and Durant together, dominant. Russell Westbrook, a great individual player, put him on a super team or any kind of team with other talent, it doesn't and it just flow. doesn't work out. And honestly, I think that Harden's part of the problem, too. Like I was watching this interview that uh, Kobe Bryant had last year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've probably seen this on ESPN. It was him and Tracy McGrady who sat down with um, one of the ESPN reporters, and she asked him point blank, what are your thoughts on Harden? And at this time, I think the 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 Rockets were doing like phenomenal. And he yeah, was, I mean, Harden won he was, the MVP He was last having, year a, hell of a, West, having yeah. a hell of a year. And then and Kobe's like, well, I've got two thoughts. One, Harden's a hell of a player, great player. Two, he's never going to win a championship. Yeah. And she's like, well, explain. And I don't remember verbatim what he said, but uh, he went into detail about how his way of play is not built to win championships. It doesn't move the offense. The ball no. doesn't move. Um, you can't ever throw defenses off because when you get into playoffs, defenses lock down on that and see it. And, and yeah, look they what's know happening. what you're doing. And look what's happening. Yep. So it was it's really interesting. <clears throat> you know, listening to Kobe Bryant talk is just crazy how he just dissects the game, dissects the game like that. So I agree with Kobe on that because of his. He's basing that off the current structure of James Harden on the Rockets already. Right. I'm going back to if 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 Westbrook would have been traded from the Thunder, uh, and then it would have been Harden and. Uh, Durant staying in Oklahoma City, I think that team would have been able to put it together because they drafted so well in Oklahoma City. So you figure they still would have been able to have like Stephen Adams, Serge Ibaka, uh, you know, who knows what they could have gotten for Russell Westbrook, and that would have been I think better for them. Instead, they they kind of <clears throat> panicked. They got rid of uh, Harden first. Mm-hmm. Harden goes on to be you know arguably one of the best players in the league. Right. Then Durant skips town, and then it's Westbrook by himself getting triple doubles, which meant nothing because the team wasn't that good. Right. So that's why I'm not that impressed with Russell Westbrook. I just think he's a he's a me kind of player, which good for him. He's a great player. He's great talent. But that's just not NBA championship right. caliber player. I guess I've never been a fan of um, of Harden. I mean, he's a good basketball player. I'll never take that away from him. But he's a great scorer. Yeah, I just sure. hate his style of play. I agree. I hate he relies one hundred percent on getting those fouls with yeah. his his style of drive to the hole and 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 I'm sorry. And he's nowadays basketball is half acting. And he's step back I've ever seen. I'll give him oh that. it's smooth. But. I'll, you got to be able to put it together on all sides of the court. Plus, I, mean, I think he travels half the time, anyways. Oh, for sure. But they I mean, just don't call it. They just don't call it. 
Him being a lefty gives him an advantage because defenses aren't exactly, you know, you're more used to blocking on the right side 99% of the time because most players are righty. So he's got that advantage. Um, But long story short, as we were saying, I think the Lakers are going to close this out tonight. And then the Clippers are the other team in the Western Conference that are trying to get rid of the Nuggets. Surprisingly, the Nuggets beat the Jazz. I did not see that coming. Yeah, and honestly, the Nuggets played really well last night. They did. Um, so the Nuggets-Clippers series is at 3-2. to two. I believe game six is tomorrow. Um, Do you want an L.A. versus L.A.? I, I projected it. I've always said yeah. that. I think the championship comes out of L.A. regardless. Whichever team wins for the Western Conference is winning the championship, in my opinion. Yeah. So I've said it from the beginning of the season. I said the championship comes out of L.A. Uh, one way or another. Mm. And the NBA probably couldn't be happier with the way the brackets oh, are. Right. With yeah. the way it's going to be Lakers-Clippers more than likely, assuming you know neither team chokes or you know something horrible happens. Uh, well, let's flip it on the east side. How about... Uh... I, I don't know about you, but I was 100% surprised with how well Miami's played. Yeah, Miami, I did not see this coming. Uh, the Bucks. I mean, Giannis Antetokounmpo looks like the worst, <clears throat> like the biggest, the most overrated player of all time, he, so in who, my opinion. So who was it that called him out on being Scotty Pippen? Richard Jefferson. That? Yeah, yeah, Richard Jefferson. Cleveland's he's like, championship. He's, he's like, he's Scotty Pippen, Cleveland, he needs a uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, and he's not wrong. I mean, Antetokounmpo, it's, it's kind of crazy to me to think that he's probably going to win MVP. Or did he win MVP this year? Did they already announce it? Or no, not yet. It? If it doesn't go to LeBron, I'll be fucking surprised. People are projecting. Well, there's Eastern. You get an Eastern Conference MVP. Oh, I no. Think. No, it's NBA. It's MVP for the entire league. Is it? Yeah, there's no Eastern. Oh, yeah, yeah. West, okay, yeah. so Harden was two years ago then. I thought Harden was last year. No, no, was, no, no, two years ago Harden was. Okay, yeah. that's right. Uh, so, yeah, so there's a lot of people that are expecting it to be Antetokounmpo again, which I agree with you. In my opinion, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Cleveland fan and I'm biased. Every year. LeBron James should be MVP yes. every single year because most valuable player is who makes your team that much better. Mm-hmm. Look at the Lakers this year. LeBron played the entire season. Last year, obviously they didn't have Anthony Davis at the time or for the whole year and all that, but LeBron was hurt and they didn't even make the playoffs. Now the Lakers are the one seed. The Lakers are you know coasting into the Western Conference Finals because of LeBron James. Yes. LeBron is playing his fucking ass off right now in the playoffs, which I understand MVP is based off the regular season. Even then, LeBron should be MVP every single fucking year, and it shouldn't even be a contest. His, he's such a smooth basketball player right now. Like I was watching, like I was watching the other night. Like playoff he, LeBron is a different breed of of, of human. When he pulls up whatever. and shoots at that deep three, like four feet behind the three, you just know it's going in. Everything he does. Like I was watching a, a series of plays on the game on Thursday night, and shot clock's winding down. He's kind of like half-ass dribbling, does a turnaround jumper. And it went in swish, and even the announcers were like, "That's a that's a really hard shot." He just made it look like he was just playing in the backyard. Yeah, in an NBA game. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's just insane. He's the, the adult on the play. court with a bunch of kids right now. I feel yeah. like, but no, I agree. I think it. No, they haven't announced it yet, um, but it should be LeBron. A lot of people think it's going to Antetokounmpo, and a lot of people aren't happy about that because they're saying two years in a row, this guy is going to probably win MVP. He had the number one seed both years; they got eliminated early. Like it's just so it's Giannis, James Harden, and LeBron are the finalists for the MVP. Okay, which I mean, out of those three, I give me LeBron James ten times out of ten, no contest. Um, so yeah, so you had that series. You have the Miami Heat, uh, who've already moved on to the Eastern Conference Finals. They made it pretty fucking easy. But it only took them five games. Dude, Miami Heat's team is is really interest. It well, I guess I'm, I can speak today. It's interestingly built, like just how yeah. that team's set it's up. It's well coached. And I'm sorry, but I didn't know about. I knew about Tyler Hero, but I didn't really look into Tyler Hero all that much. Yeah. But I got myself stuck watching YouTube video after player. YouTube video He's after YouTube player. video of him back in high school, and then he was at Duke. I mean, just that Kentucky, kid, wasn't oh, he? So Kentucky, yeah. sorry. 
that kid's amazing. People might want to kill you if you for a white dude, Kentucky and Duke. That's okay. And they then you got Jimmy blue. Butler, who I mean, Jimmy Butler is the man to me. He uh, he gets shit talked a little bit. He um, not shit talked, but people. He, what am I trying to say? He gets looked down on as like you know he's not an elite player. He's just a good player kind of thing. So he's got a chip on his shoulder. And I love his move that he made with the bubble. After the first round, they allowed players to invite some family and friends. And he said, I'm not bringing anybody. And they're like, why? And he said, this is a business trip. I want to win a championship. Yeah. So I love that answer. To me, I love winning so much that I love that answer. I'm just, I'm a fan of Jimmy You like winning? You don't like losing? We've never had this talk before. Don't get me wrong. Never had this talk before. Obviously, they they, they coincide. (laughs) So I hate losing. If if we lose, I fucking... makes me crazy like even in a regular season indians loss makes me lose my fucking mind like yeah. the last three nights the indians offense has been shit we've lost three straight games and it's the regular season and i want to punch holes through my fucking tv i get so mad watching them it's tomorrow nice during the browns game there's a good chance that i'm gonna I might, my head might explode because i fucking hate losing so much because especially i think it adds up because i'm a cleveland fan so not only do we get shit talk nationally Anytime anybody gets a chance to make fun of Cleveland, they do it. The Browns are obviously always hyped up. They always suck. Never fails. But if we lose tomorrow, I mean, is it really that big of a deal? It's yes. against a team that's potentially going into Super Bowl. We beat them last year. If we lose to Cincy on Thursday, then I will. You, I look at it as, I mean, you get 16 games in the NFL. If you want to compete for a championship or at least be looked at as a possible championship contender. Sure. Don't lose. You can't lose any games. I get it. Every I'm loss just saying, is I guess, I mean, I'll take, if I, we lose tomorrow, I'm going to take it If we want to go to a... the Super Bowl one day, we're going to have to get through Lamar and Baltimore. They were drafted. Baker was drafted the same year as Lamar Jackson. These two are going to be going at it. You expect for the next, you know, 10 years, you got to start fucking beating them. This is like Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh. Flacco won a few. Big Ben won a few. But they were battles because those are the best two teams in the division. Right. The Browns need to get on that level. Well, maybe, There's no more like maybe Miles will eh, well, go leg hunting tomorrow. It's Baltimore, so we expected <laughs> them to beat us. Fuck that shit. Get out there and win. <laughs> getting too excited, man. I'm, I'm getting pumped. You're, we're back again like mad. last year. I'm starting to get upset. What happened last Hasn't year? Even <laughs> but except I'm not going out claiming we're going to win. I'm mm, expecting mm. to lose tomorrow, and I'm already pissed about mm. it. I look All forward right. to kicking everyone out of my house at four. We're o'clock getting to the I'm NFL in a second. Let's get back to finishing yeah, NBA. Sorry, I get excited. <laughs> just a just a look into what's going to be coming uh, here shortly. Yeah. So. Anyway, Miami has advanced to the Eastern Conference Finals, and Boston, last night, Game 7, what a great fucking series against Toronto. who the fuck is Boston? Because I know they're good, but I didn't see that happening this year either. Brad Stevens, dude. I think he's the best coach. I mean, him and Nick Nurse, those were the two best coaches in all of the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's why that series went seven games, because a lot of people thought Toronto had no shot. Nick Nurse was like, "Fuck you, I'm a great coach." Yeah, that third game though was uh, that's the one you I texted you when you're at work. Crazy, dude, that finish was insane. I ended up seeing it afterwards. But yeah. but yeah, no, I mean it's I mean Toronto's gonna be around for a while. I love the fact that they made it that far without um, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Thought last year was just because yeah. of Kawhi. Obviously, and they literally were. It just goes to show you that a great coach a can, few can points move a team. and a few minutes yeah. away from being back in the Eastern Conference Finals, which would have been an awesome matchup against Toronto. Um, and Boston gets in what Kemba Walker loses yeah. Kyrie, and which is a that's addition by subtraction. Exactly. In my I mean, and as that, we learned that team, in Cleveland, that team flows so yeah, much Brad better Stevens, with Kemba. Amazing yeah. coach. Who do, who do you think wins that series? Uh, I said it from the beginning when we talked about it. I said it's going to be L.A. versus Boston, whichever so? L.A. team. So I'm sticking. I don't know, to man. I'm going to flip flop. I think I'm taking Miami because I think Miami is on such a hot streak right now. My only thing is Miami's been sitting for about a week now. Sure. And I mean Boston, that could be worse for them because they might be tired. 
But at the same time, I also feel like if you haven't played a legit NBA game with that long break these teams had, I think this week off for Miami could kind of hurt them. Right. Being a young team, they're kind of getting bored. They maybe get Nancy in the bubble, and then I just I don't know. I love I like Brad Stevens. Either I way, I think he coaches with Boston because yeah. I fucking hate anything Boston related. But Brad Stevens is an amazing coach. I think that I think this series goes long now. Oh, I, I think so too. Six I think games, it's gonna be a back and games, forth because yeah. those are Absolutely. just great matched up teams. Eric Spolstra is no slouch as a head coach either. I mean. He was there with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and he won those championships. Then they all left, and you expect Miami to suck. You expect them to fire the coach, kind of freak out. Pat Riley stuck with the status quo, and here's Eric Spolster back yep. at it. And I think Miami Lakers would be a fucking amazing series for the championship. Because Absolutely. Think about that. You have LeBron facing his former team, one of his former teams, and former coach, mm-hmm. which is like, who knows LeBron better than his head coach that he was with for four years. Right. And, so. that, and that team, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Either way, I'm excited of that matchup, and I'm, yeah. I'm excited about a potential L.A. versus L.A. It's going to be really good basketball I'm excited for in it. weeks to come, I think. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to move on to the NFL. Uh, it's kind of late, so we were going to do a little fantasy stuff, but I kind of feel like at this point everybody's already drafted their teams. So what we'll do here is if anyone's listening and if they have, if they've listened this far – uh, we want to hear some funny fantasy names. We want to know some of your picks. I don't want to see your whole roster. I hate when people show me your whole fucking roster. That like, well, fuck you then. I guess I'll never person. show you my okay. A random person when they're <laughs> just like, like, oh, check out my team. I've showed you my entire roster for every team I drafted, asshole. That I'm okay with. It's just when random people are like posted on the internet, like, oh, look at my fantasy team. Like, I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't want to see your whole team. If you want to show me your starting lineup for tomorrow, send it on to uh, talking about balls page. I'd like to see some starting lineups. Uh, Kyle made a post the other day on our Facebook page. So if any of you have seen it or not, uh, we are doing FanDuel, DraftKings, whichever. We're, we're ready for both. Uh, get in touch with Kyle for those. He sets them all up, and he enjoys did that. Did you get in the DraftKings one? I did the DraftKings, okay, yeah. Okay, right, cool. He, he enjoys that way more than me. I try to do, like, one a week, but I'm, I'm in multiple fantasy leagues. Uh, I'm in four this year. And I, this I'm way, only in two, surprisingly. <laughs> way but too many. I'm in two. I do at least one DraftKings usually every week. And then I bet on the games on the side illegally, so nobody heard that. Uh, but I do that, so that's kind of all I all I do. But Kyle likes to get those set up for the FanDuel, DraftKings, all that shit. So he made a post on Facebook. Get in touch with him. Give him your name. Uh, he'll he'll add you, and you can play against us and shit. So that's always cool. Yeah, even if we don't do it, maybe starting tomorrow, we'll just build up for the week. We'll do it next week. But I want to get some people. We we can do a running one through DraftKings or FanDuel, um, and have it set every week to go off at the same time. You jump in it, you win some money. I can even open up to the public and name it talking about balls. Yeah, we could do like a full Actually, thing. That's not a bad idea. Do yeah, it. why not? Open up like just do a public one. Just name and it talking about balls and yeah. plus we can get people interested. Yeah, I'll do that then. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. Just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So, we, you know, we were going to do a little fantasy preview episode. But honestly, like with my second shift and shit, I didn't even have a chance to like dive deep into fantasy like I typically do. Like, don't get me wrong. I did my homework for my drafts. But I ha- I wasn't able to like, you know, come up with. You know my typical homework and research that I like to do. So we'll we'll advance from that for the time being. We'll keep you updated um, throughout the season of how yeah, our teams you know, are doing. Yeah, just join join the fan duels and stuff. I think that's the easiest way. Uh, maybe next year we'll actually try to do a talking about balls fantasy football group. That'd, That'd be, be kind of cool. cool. Yeah. So it's the same people every week, same teams. Uh, but I digress. We have a full year to to worry about that. Uh, the NFL kicked off on Thursday. The Chiefs beat the Houston Texans to continue their dominance in the AFC and in the NFL in general. Uh, the rest of the NFL kicks off tomorrow. You have all teams playing, and then you have two games on Monday night because it's the classic Monday night shit. Um, 
So we we haven't because of the COVID, we haven't even had a chance to finish up Kyle's punishment for last season. It's coming. Don't think I forgot. Don't think he forgot. So don't worry, that will be happening. Uh, this week we didn't get a chance to start off with our picks, so we can do them. You want to do them? Why not? It's it's classic. We've been doing we did it all okay. last season. So let me find a notebook. I just so happen to have it right here. It was planned. It's okay. Huh? <laughs> I said it. It was planned. Oh, there's a notebook right here. here it's perfect. It's what the one from last uh, year. Oh, it's the same one. Yeah, of course. This is my talking about Paul's notebook. Uh, so all right. So I got a notebook here. Uh, we'll do that in a little bit. But for the time being, yeah. um, we wanted to go over our predictions for the season. So we'll do predictions for the overall season, and then we'll do our predictions for tomorrow's game, and then that'll wrap up this episode because we've got Indians baseball. We have playoffs basketball to watch we have beers to drink we have butts to squeeze dicks to suck we've got everything under the sun ready to I go i didn't get the memo for the dick sucking Ooh, lindor fined and romo suspended was there a fight last night that i missed uh no i didn't see a fight uh yeah it says right here indian shortstop francisco lindor and twins reliever sergio romo had a brief altercation friday night which resulted in a fine for lindor and a suspension for romo mm. i don't know Interesting. I have to watch it. At the end of the top of the eighth inning, uh, in the series opener at Target Field, Lindor flied out and flashed a smile at Romo while jogging down the baseline, which caused a few words to be exchanged. Benches cleared momentarily, and the bullpen ran in from the outfield just moments before order was restored and the game resumed. So I wonder where yeah, So it looks like they were talking shit. I mean, Ro- Lindor does his classic smile, and then Romo started walking to Lindor, so... I don't think Lindor ever never doesn't doesn't smile. I mean, exactly. He's gonna smile at anything. I mean, the guy could like foul a ball off his dick and he, he'll smile. He at could you. run it's over an animal and still smile. Yeah. It's just what it is. Um, Interesting. All right. All right. Yeah, I just saw that as I was checking the Indian score. Sorry about that, everybody. That shows you how sidetracked we get. Um, okay, so let's do it. We will go conference uh, and division and shit like that, and we'll go by everything. So let's start off in the NFC. Okay. Because. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to start in the AFC because it's too predictable. You just wanna, we're just going to predict who we think is winning the, each division? Yeah, so we'll go NFC East. Hmm. My pick, Cowboys. Oh, okay. You're going Cowboys. Yes. I am going to go Giant, or Eagles. Uh, I am gonna, I'm going on the whim that Carson Wentz stays healthy. It probably will be the Cowboys, but I just like to be difficult. So I'm going with the Eagles just because yeah. I like Carson this Wentz. This ties into my later predicts for other things, too. But okay. yes, Cowboys, I think, is taking the East. So I'll go Eagles. NFC West. Um, I'm going Seahawks. Okay. I, I, I know the 49ers are probably going to be the favorite, um, right. but I, I think the Seahawks are just consistent, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to consistently, again, um, play well this year. And I, I think it's they're going to beat – they're going to out – not by much. I think maybe they have a better winning record by one game than the 49ers, but I think they're winning the division. Okay. So that'll tie into I'll – just, I'll, just, I'll just say it right now. I was going to predict the Cowboys and Seahawks as the wild card teams. Okay. So I will go – I'm going to go Niners for the, the West. Okay. Um, just to think – I don't want anyone out there to think that I think the Cowboys are going to suck. I think the Cowboys are a good team. I just – I hate them. They can go fuck themselves, but it is what it is. Uh, oh, Kyle, jeez. Jesus, man. Um, NFC North. This is the tough one because you got a lot of I'm bad not, teams. I'm not going to lie. I I was back and forth on two teams. I was between the Packers mm-hmm. and, drumroll, the Lions. Okay. But you know, if Matt Stafford stays healthy, they've they've put a lot of money and draft picks into that defense. Uh, Matt Patricia, Belichick, protege. 
I could see that. The Lions were an up-and-coming team. I was back Stafford and forth on them, but I'm going with the Packers. Okay. I think I'm doing the same. I'm just a I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. I yeah. think Aaron Rodgers is really pissed off that they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. And I think he's going to go out there and fucking he might have an MVP season this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. So I agree with that. I'm going Packers. Okay. Obviously, we already have our I have my uh, wild card teams pick, so it would obviously not be a team from the NFC North. Uh, then we get down to the NFC South, where I think I'm going New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry, I know I know Tampa Tampa Bay is they're calling it Ta- Tampa Tampa Bay. Nice with, marketing uh, ploy. I like that. Uh, but I'm, I'm not a believer in Tom Brady. I, without Bill Belichick, I don't think he has the arm strength anymore. Uh, I think the addition of Gronk got people really excited, but I think Gronk's a shell of himself. He hasn't stayed healthy in 10 fucking years. He's been retired for a year and a half. I just don't think they're as exciting as people expect them to be. I hope he comes out of the tunnel in his mass Singer outfit. That'd be that great. That would be actually kind of interesting. I'd, I'd like that. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert for anyone that's oh, sorry, seen if you the haven't last season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was back and forth between the Saints and the Buccaneers. Um, I think the biggest, and I think the biggest holdback of the Buccaneers is going to be Tom Brady. Right. I, I mean, it's he's the greatest quarterback of all time, probably. But I think he doesn't fit in that offense very well. He doesn't have the arm strength to get Evans down the field or Godwin down the field. I think it, he's the one that's going to hold them back. Yeah, um, that's just my opinion. Anyways, going Saints for the South. All right, good choice. Which, t- which my wild card will be. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. The Buccaneers. Okay. Um, and the other wild card will be the Eagles. Okay, that's my two picks. And then uh, AFC, we're gonna go to the AFC East. This mm. is a tough one because you not have tough for me. Tom Brady's gone. You have the Dolphins are an up and coming team. You have the Jets who are kind of the stagnant middle of the road. I'm going Bills. I mean, I think it's yeah. yeah this team's going to put people their defense the table. is great. Josh Allen, I think is. I don't think he's a very good quarterback per se, but they'll I, do enough to win. And I, I agree that division. I think that's they're going to have a really division, good record I think, too. So I think they're going to win ten or eleven games. I mean, you figure they're going to have six games against these three. I think shitty opponents. If I'm if I'm being honest, yeah. I think they could go five and one in their division. Yeah, I as I have them finishing like ten. 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. I can see um, that. I do think the Patriots are going to finish second, though, and surprise some people, mm-hmm. even though they're trying to tank for uh, for Lawrence. But I think that Cam Newton's going to kind of drag that team a little bit. He's going to be surprising some people this year. I'd be shocked if Cam Newton stays healthy. I just, I, well, I, okay. I'd given up on that guy. His foot seems to break every time he ties a shoe. So I am uh, not a fan of any other team in the AFC East, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, AFC West. Kansas City Chiefs win that division in a landslide, I think. I don't think it'll even be fucking close. Yeah, there's, there's no one in that division that gives them a run for their money. I mean, maybe the Chargers, but they're not even going to. Not with Maybe an 8 8 team. anymore. Yeah. Uh, then we go down to. We'll go, we'll go down to the South. Let's skip the North for right now. King of the North. I think, uh, I want to, I think I'm going to surprise you with my pick. Okay, go ahead. Colts. Okay. I think I like the Colts that pick. take it. I was going to pick the Colts as well. Yeah, actually, I think so Tennessee. <laughs> everyone wants to go with Tennessee, but I, I think. Uh, I think the Colts surprised some people. I think Philip Rivers surprised some people. I think yes. they take it. So I think Tennessee got kind of lucky. I don't. I'm not a fan of Ryan Tannehill as your future franchise quarterback. I think they overworked Derrick Henry last year, which is smart. I mean, he's their best player. You have to. But I also think that that's going to end up biting them in the ass. In the offseason, they lost Jack Conklin, their rookie. I forgot his name. Isaiah something. I forgot his name. He's a tackle. Well, he was arrested. He was in jail he, last night. So far in his offseason, he has been on the COVID list twice. <laughs> He got caught at like a party or something like that. I forgot the, the, the other thing. And then just got a DUI last night. So he's off and running. His his career, uh, he's actually making Josh Gordon look like a saint. <laughs> so uh, I don't expect them to have a lot of success in Tennessee at the moment because, again, you lose Jack Conklin, which is a huge part of their right tackle, their, their offensive line to get Derrick Henry the rushing title. 
and you replace him with a guy that is, you know, just got arrested. He's on the COVID list. Like the guy's a fuck up. So I think all of that's going to kind of come to fruition. And I agree. I will take the Colts. Uh, AFC North. I got to go Ravens. I hate to do it, but I got to go yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Until I think, the Browns show me something, I can't pick them. I think the Ravens are a 12 or 13 win team again yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, wild card teams for the AFC. I am going, hate to do it. I'm going Pittsburgh. Mm. If Ben stays healthy, I think they could be a good team. They have a great fucking defense. I hate to Probably admit it. They have a really good league. defense. Uh, and I think I'm going to have to go with the Titans. That's, I think they'll be yeah. able to sneak their way in. A lot of people probably would want to go Texans because you have Deshaun Watson, but I think losing DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a killer to them. Well, you saw that offense didn't move the ball down the field too exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. So you're replacing DeAndre Hopkins with Brandon Cooks. Good luck. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, okay. To me, uh, I just think the Texans have kind of – Bill O'Brien has fucked that team enough to where – He needs to be fired. They need to miss the playoffs so they can move on from him. Is right. the, the best thing the Texans can do and Deshaun Watson can do right now is tank this season to mm-hmm. get Bill O'Brien fired because they need a real GM. They need a real head coach. That's the smartest thing they could do. I can't believe tank. they gave all that power to him. That's crazy. Right? It's fucking moronic. Yeah, it's and dumb. they've wasted picks. The Laramie Tunsil trade, all the fucking dumb moves he's made is just ruining things. Right. Um, so my wild card for the AFC, I'm going. I was. I agree with you. I think the Steelers and the Titans are probably your smart pick. But just for shits and giggles, fuck the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Browns as the other wild card pick. They're going to sneak in with an 8-8 eight and eight record, I think, um, as, your, as your last wild card spot. Okay. And then now we fast forward to the championship game, Super Bowl. I am going. Are you going first? Okay, go I'll ahead. go first, just go to ahead. get it out of the way. All right. Chiefs versus Saints. Wow. We are so different on this. And I'm going Saints, Super Bowl. Drew Brees wins and retires. Wow. I like that. I am going. That's a storybook ending right there. That is. That would be a nice way to go out. Mm-hmm. Except I don't think the Saints are going to make it past the first, past the first round of the playoffs. Um, Ravens okay. and Cowboys. Okay. And I think the Ravens pull it off and are Super Bowl champs. Interesting. I hate, a, I hate to say that. That's a huge gamble for a guy that can't win a fucking playoff game to think he's going to now just, just win a I just, Super Bowl. I, I just might, I'm rolling the dice. Rolling the dice See, here. the way I'm kind of looking at the Ravens and I look at it, and, I, and I'm not comparing this, so I don't want to hear anybody, any of our listeners that, that were mad at Madden this week to, to talk about it, but I look at what... Uh, Greg Roman did with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick was an MVP candidate. Took him to the Super Bowl. Then teams kind of figured out what he does on offense and what he's like, what what they do on offense with a uh, scrambling quarterback, i.e. Lamar Jackson. Are we talking Colin Kaepernick? Okay. Well, I'm talking about how oh. teams figured out Colin Kaepernick and yeah. Greg Roman. Yeah. Now Greg Roman's the offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson. MVP season, two great years and playoff busts. So obviously defenses know how to game plan against this guy when they need to. And I think teams are going to start doing that in the regular season. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, but I'm saying I think teams are going to figure this guy out. And I don't think Lamar Jackson has the arm talent to win as an outright quarterback. And when teams make him throw the ball like the Titans did last year, like the Chargers did the year before in the playoffs, and hopefully the Browns him, do tomorrow. If you make him play quarterback, he's not a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. His numbers are great, so it's going to make me look like an idiot for saying that. But if you actually know the game of football and like what it takes to be a pocket quarterback, he doesn't have it. So a lot of his numbers are good because he's scrambling, because defenses are all over the place. But if He you creates find a way, his own space. Exactly. Yeah. So if you find a way to keep him in the pocket. I saw a post the other day on, on this Facebook page I'm a part of. Uh, you know, it's, That's irrelevant. But uh, somebody somebody was shitting on Lamar Jackson. And they said, like, oh, yeah, he's a great quarterback for a running back or something like that. And this other guy was like, huh. And he showed this tweet of 
last year's Aaron Rodgers stats compared to Lamar Jackson's, and they were similar. And they were like, huh, I wish my quarterback was that bad. And I really was tempted to comment on there and go, last year was Aaron Rodgers' worst fucking year as a quarterback. So don't use that as like the deciding of like, oh, he's so great because he's got the same numbers as Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had a bad year last year. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would be the first to admit that. So it's just funny to me how people like skew numbers to work towards their agenda. Whereas like there's the, the proof is in the pudding. The eye is in the sky. I know some people who do that. Don't eat cheese before noon. There's all these different cliches you can say. I eat cheese in the morning. (laughs) um, But uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson as an actual quarterback. Yes. He's exciting to watch in the regular season, but then you go to the playoffs where teams actually buckle down and play legit defense and the guy's 0-2, hasn't looked good in either game. Obviously, these legit pro NFL defenses know how to figure this guy out when they need to. I guess we'll see. Again, I was just yeah. rolling the dice. I'm just giving my opinion on Lamar Jackson. It's a basically. very long opinion on Lamar Jackson, but I way. don't like him. I never <laughs> liked him. I know a lot of people said, like, oh, the Browns, you know, he's the best quarterback in that draft. I heard it from multiple people, and I'm right. just like, I don't want this guy as my quarterback because it's flashy, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but let's say you're a Ravens fan. Hypothetically... Let's say you have Lamar Jackson for 10 years. It's like the Michael Vick thing. Do you want Michael Vick as your quarterback where, let's say, he might win an MVP or two? He's probably going to get you to the playoffs. You're never going to win a championship, though. Do you want that? No, absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I look at this. He's like Michael Vick to me. Scrambling, electric athlete. It's amazing to watch. Are you going to win a championship that way? Probably not. So, to me, I'm like, all right, do whatever you want the regular season. I don't give a shit. The only thing that sucks is in our division, so he's going to be keeping us out of the playoffs probably for years to come. Maybe. We'll Maybe. See. Tilly gets that inevitable uh, injury that kneecap. most running quarterbacks he's gonna suffer. Knee, he's going to get kneecapped this year. So that's my pick. I'm going Saints over the Chiefs. Kyle is going with the Ravens over Cowboys. the Cowboys, which if that's the Super Bowl, there's a good chance I won't be watching, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, um, real quick, let's go down some predicts for awards this year. Yeah, let's do it. Um, MVP. Actually, let's, not, let's end there. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, that's def- a tough one off the top. Let's go, let's go defensive rookie of the year. Ooh. Um... Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go Chase Young. Agree. That's my I just pick think was. that's a smart bet. Yeah. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, I am going to go with uh, Edward Solaire. Yep, that was mine too. Okay. I wow. wanted. I was debating between him and Joe Burrow. He just looked because so good last night. He really did. Joe Burrow is going to have good numbers, I think, because he's getting a start from week one, which irritates me because there's a good chance he's going to break Baker's record for touchdowns. A lot of people are projecting that. Baker did it in less games. So that's going to be my kind of like asterisk. Yeah, that, you're already in the chamber, don't you? I'm already you? thinking about it. I'm ready. I'm ready for anybody that wants to bring that up. I think about arguments way ahead of time. I want everyone to know that. Um, so, yeah. So, he's going to be starting from week one. There's a good chance. You know, he's got amazing talent around him. He's got T. Higgins. He's got uh, Tyler Boyd. He's got A.J. Green. Obviously, Joe Mixon. Giovanni Bernard with that cool mustache. So, they're in good shape in Cincinnati for Joe Burrow to have a decent year as a quarterback. Do I think they're going to go any, anywhere with it? No, because their defense sucks. Um, obviously, a rookie quarterback against good teams, they're going to game plan him properly. He's going to struggle at times. So I'm not expecting much from them this year. But, uh, you know, he was close to being my pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year just because the quarterback position is so highly sought after and coveted. Mm-hmm. So it was a toss-up between those two. I could almost see co-Offensive Rookie of the Year's. Between really? him and Hilaire. Okay. Because Hilaire in Kansas City, they don't run the ball as often. So unless he's having huge runs like he did on Thursday, which, you know, he maybe he will, there are going to be some games where maybe he gets 15 rushes for, like, you know, 75 he, yards. He got, like, 16 touches, yeah, right. I think. But, I mean, that's going to be typical for him. 
on the goal line though he rushed for like negative five yards never got well, a positive yard on the goal line. The hell out of that line so that's you know it's either was that because of the texans and jj watt or was just that because this guy's not a goal line back which right. is going to hurt his numbers down the long run because let's say the chiefs are in a first and goal situation maybe andy reed says you sit on the bench we're going to put in a different running back that's got a little more bulk to him so you never know but i'll i'll just go co co-offensive rookie of okay. the year between joe burrow and, and edward Hilaire. yeah i'm going edward Hilaire for that one okay uh defensive player of the year uh, rookie of the year, you mean? No, defensive player. Oh, player of the year. Of the year. Uh, this is a tough one. It's going to be, for me, it's going to be between Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett has a lot to prove. I think he is going to come in as a fucking man possessed, but in a good way, uh, man possessed, wanting to show everybody in the world that what happened last year was a fluke. He is just a dominant football player, and I think he got this contract. He has a lot to prove to earn it. And I think he's going to try to put Cleveland on his back. So mm-hmm. I am, I'm not trying to sound like a homer. I'm just being honest. I'm going to go with Miles Garrett. It was my pick, too. Okay. Yeah, Good I had choice. it written down. I want everyone to know that Kyle and I have not talked <laughs> no, we about had, this, this at all. Is, we threw this idea before we even started. Kyle and... already wrote his answers yeah, down. Yeah, if you guys kind of creepy. Proof, yeah. I'm going off the top of my head. It's so. creepy how, how we are. So is there an, there's an offensive player of the year, right? No, it's uh, there's MVP. That's it. All right, so who's your MVP pick? And I, I'm going to bet right now that we're not the same. Hmm. That is really tough, honestly. I didn't. Have, I didn't think about this. Ah, uh, put you on the spot for shits and giggles. Don't you fucking do it. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say who I was gonna say. I'm ready to hear it. I'll give my explanation why, but I want to know who you picked. Dak Prescott. Okay, that's my pick. I, I honestly, I for some, pick. it's a ballsy pick, but for some reason, I feel like the Cowboys are gonna come out this year and surprise a lot of people. And I think Dak has a lot to prove this year with him not getting his money. Yeah. I, I mean, think he's, he's playing for his, his future. He's going to come out and ball this year. Uh, okay, so Kyle's going James, uh, Dak Prescott. I, uh, I of course, said Aaron Rodgers. The reason I'm going Aaron Rodgers, just as I said before, uh, they didn't draft any offensive pl- uh, weapons. They zero wide receivers. They drafted a backup quarterback, obviously Aaron Rodgers' successor. So I think Aaron Rodgers is coming out with a huge chip on his shoulder. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't like have that some that backup quarterback. I think he's him. okay with that. You should ask that Brett Favre how that felt. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to flourish because of it. So I'm just <laughs> going with Aaron Rodgers because of that. I think he's got that chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's ready to prove everybody that he's not ready to retire anytime soon, and he's going to show the Packers and their organization that they should have gotten him some weapons because he's going to go out there and light it up with these guys. But then they're going to come just short of a championship because I think they'll lose in the playoffs. Um, but He'll kind of show everybody that, you know what, you should have fucking got me some weapons and put a little bit of effort into this offense. Sure. So that's that's my my gut pick. I like those picks. These are Exciting. interesting. I like it. Now, right, let's do our game picks here. Yeah, so you got those lined up? Yeah. <clears throat> Whenever you're ready. We'll just go back and forth? Yep. <clears throat> All right. Seahawks against Falcons. Uh, Give me the Falcons. Falcons. I'm taking Seattle. Jets, Bills. Bills, no question. Yeah, they were both on Bills on this one. Bears versus Lions. Give me the Bears just because Kenny Galladay's out. They just signed Adrian Peterson. I think the Lions need to kind of figure some shit out. I'm taking the Lions. Okay. Packers, Vikings. Uh, Give me the Packers. I'm taking Minnesota on this one. Okay, well, a lot of different answers here. <laughs> That didn't uh, work out well for you I last know. year. Yeah, we're going to be back to square one again. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. Uh, give me the Patriots. 
Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots here as well. Uh, Eagles against that team in Washington. Uh, give me that team in Philadelphia. All right, yes, me too, Eagles. Uh, Raiders versus the Panthers. That should be a shit show. Give me the Raiders. Yep, I'm, I agree. I'm taking the Raiders. Las Vegas. Is that one in Vegas or is that no, in... It's, uh, it's in... Uh, it is in Carolina? Yeah, okay. Carolina. Um, Colts and Jaguars. Oh, Colts, no question. I think Jaguars are going to be the worst team in football. Yes, I agree. Colts in that one. Uh, we'll end with our team here. So uh, Chargers, Bengals. Uh, give me the Chargers. Wait, where's the game at? It's in uh, Cincy. Give me the Chargers. Yep, I'm taking the Chargers as well. Uh, this game should be really good. Buccaneers versus Saints. Give me the Saints. I'm taking the Saints here too. Uh, this one should be a no-brainer. Cardinals versus 49ers. Niners. Niners for me as well. Uh, Cowboys versus the Rams. That's your, uh, that's your Sunday night game. Give me the Rams. Oh, taking the Cowboys. Uh, we'll move on to su- we'll move on to Monday night. We'll come back to the Browns. Doubleheader on Monday night, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. Steelers versus the Giants. Pittsburgh, no question. I will take the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. And then Titans versus the Broncos. Uh, give me the Titans. Taking the Titans as well. And then last but not least, Browns v. Ravens. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not getting excited for a Cleveland team again. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Ravens too. Uh, final score predicts. Just throw it out there for the Browns. Uh, I'll go 30-24. to 24. It's close, but I think also we might be down by two scores towards the end. Uh, maybe score a late touchdown to make it, make it within a one-possession game, but we just don't end up stopping the Raven, uh, the Ravens when we need to. You know, They'll get a first down when we need to, mm-hmm. to kill the clock or something. So. Yeah, 24-17 is my pick for the Ravens to win. And I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a very uh, interesting game against us. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very nervous going into the season, if I'm being honest, for the Browns because of our A, secondary is very banged up. We signed... <coughs> Kevin Johnson in the offseason, he, of course, ruptured his kidney or whatever, so he is still considered quote-unquote day-to-day, but he's officially out for Sunday. Um, so that's a big loss at the cornerback position. Then you also have Greedy Williams, who apparently has made a glass, and this guy just can't stay healthy, so he's out again. Uh, linebacker, you, you you lost Mac Wilson in the preseason, uh, training camp, whatever you want to call it. Luckily, he's not out for the entire season. Yeah, he's expected to be back within a few weeks, hopefully, but at the end of the day, our linebacking core is very bad. I think, uh, unless they prove me wrong tomorrow. I do like our defensive line, though. I think we have studs there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're going to be... You have Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson, Larry Ogunjobi, and then you have uh, Olivier Vernon, and spelling them is Adrian Claiborne, who I'm very excited about at the defensive end. Uh, Linebacker, again, super weak. Safety. We just traded for Ronnie Harrison. Um, but I think it's going to fit really well in this team. I think he will too, but I don't know how much he knows of the playbook right, right now because we right. just got him, so he might not get a lot of t- uh, playing time tomorrow. So you're going in with Andrew Sandejo, and you're going in with Carl Joseph. Grant Delpit, of course, blew his knee out, uh, or his Achilles, I'm sorry. He's done for the year. That's a crucial, devastating injury because it usually takes about 12 months to recover. So at best, Grant Delpit will be ready to play beginning of next year at best and that's saying something and he obviously as you guys know when we drafted him i love that pick i was so excited for him so that's you know really 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 truthfully a heartbreaking injury um so i think we just have too many injuries to overcome on defense in the secondary to where unless the defensive line can really contain lamar jackson in the run game i think the ravens are going to be able to exploit us so yep yep and again 
I'm never getting my fucking hopes up for the Browns ever again. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, good talking with everybody. Uh, go Lakers, go Browns. Uh, I guess go Indians. I mean, they can go <laughs> fuck themselves at this point, but yeah, no, that's it. It's over. All right, everybody. See you. Later.